This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Uh, Matt, the NFL scouting combine will be in uh, in play next week. And, uh, well, obviously everything with the draft will start to heat up a little bit. Uh, when that happens, we'll hear more stuff. Guys, rankings will change a little bit. At least oh yeah, rankings will change from the perception of the people outside of NFL teams. <laughs> right. Doing the rankings. Yeah. The, the NFL teams probably have a pretty good idea of where these guys rank heading into this situation. They're not going to a guy who is a fourth round pick heading into the scouting combine on NFL boards. Isn't going to suddenly jump up and be a first round draft pick on NFL boards. He was probably, I'm talking about where the, the prognosticators had him ranked. That's yeah, probably yeah. where he was at on NFL boards. They're just they're learning up and right. Yeah. They're, they're catching up and people are talking in their ear and they're starting to, it's harder to keep secrets the longer we go for these teams, you know, right. And, you know, coaches get involved and they, they change the way the teams look at things, but you're right. I mean, if a guy, like you said, there's a guy with a third or fourth round grade, he could go down a lot easier than he could go up for NFL teams. And by that, I mean, boy, we talked to him and I really don't like him yeah. or his knee. I knew was a problem. I didn't know it was that bad. Or I was a little curious about his speed and I thought he'd run in the four fives and he ran the four sevens, you know, or he just like, wasn't, he just wasn't very, he wasn't as athletic as we thought he was. Yeah. And we go yeah. back to the tape and then, eh, I think he really isn't that athletic, you know, yeah. but more people are going to go down than up. So we're running our, uh, our mock draft today on the uh, draftnetwork.com. Um, Evan Neal went first, Kyle Hamilton, second, Derek, oh. St- Derek Stingley, third, uh, Ekamwanu went fourth to the jets. Thibodeau went fifth to the giants. Charles Cross then goes to the Panthers. Traylon Burks at seven to the Giants. Wow. Just talked about them as being a uh, uh, wide receiver needy team. Aiden Hutchinson goes all the way down to eight to to the Falcons. Malik Willis goes ninth to Denver. Sauce Gardner goes 10th to the Jets. Jamison Williams at 11 to Washington. Andrew Booth goes to at 12 to the Vikings. This is interesting. The Browns take Matt Corral. Really? It's funny. I was on a po- my podcast today saying we were going through scenarios of different teams. And I said, here's what I'm guessing for the Browns is they'll be in the second round and they'll, they'll take a Carson strong or trade up and get a how or somebody like that. But with their second pick. Yeah. This says I'm taking them at 13. Jermaine Johnson out of Florida state goes to the Ravens. Uh, the Eagles take Trayvon Walker, then Trent McDuffie. David Ajabo goes to at 17 to the Chargers. Trevor Penning to the Saints. Tyler mm-hmm. Linderbaum to the Eagles with their uh, third first-round draft pick. And the Steelers are on the clock. Kenny Pickett still available. Kenyon Green still available. Zion Johnson still available. Um, Jordan Davis still available. A lot of good players there. Um, yeah. The wide receivers aren't that picked over yet. We just talked about that. Uh, so you could go with Garrett Wilson. You could take uh, Drake London, um, Chris Olave. Uh, there's some there's some guys there that would be of interest. Um, Wilson's probably the best player on the board to me uh, of the names you mentioned. I don't know that I can go first round receiver. I mean, yeah. that, that would be really dynamic. And again, have they? I think they're going to sign a guard. 
you know, so, I do too. Yeah. But will they have signed a quarterback in the guard? I don't know. I mean, Pickett seems like the logical choice. I don't love them. I, I kind of wish I liked them a little better than I do. <laughs> I hear you. Especially I hear you. this pit. And I mean, yeah. You know, I, I want to I mean, root for him. Nicobe Dean is available. Um, Devin Lloyd is available. Those guys seem to be kind of falling down the ranking. Like when this whole process a month ago, mm-hmm. people were talking about Devin Lloyd being a top 10 pick. I don't know that we've had this conversation. I'm sure we haven't because really in the last two days, I've started to fall in love. And this is a very Steeler relevant thought with the day two linebackers. I mean, there's guys on uh, Damone Clark, Quay Walker, Tyndall, both those dudes from Georgia, two guys from Penn state, Christian Harris. I mean, there is a lot of names, a lot of them there. I don't know if you've you've seen this Wisconsin kid. That's like two sixty that can run. I mean, I'm really, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Chanel Chanel. Right. Uh, there's a lot. There's like a dozen starting linebackers in this class. So maybe that to no fault of Dean or Lloyd, I think you wait. And I think that's a great spot, you know, and for the Steelers second, third round. So what do you want to do here, Matt? Pick it. Okay. Matt, we, I guess. Yeah. All right. So we take Kenny Pickett. I don't know that, you know, I, I, again, I, he could I wish it was Willis. I'll pick it, but you know, I but, certainly uh, do as well, but that's, we, we don't, make the choices here the choices are made for us and in reality dale if if those are the first 19 guys taken i might try to trade the 30 and take ritter or Howe or whoever's left i don't love them though either i know love's a big word yeah i mean i don't i don't even know that i in 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 a case of like with them mm-hmm. <laughs> but even like zion johnson or green might still be there too you know right. or yeah right if no receivers are off the board, you'd get a pretty, you get a lave or, you know. Right. Okay. So we're back up now at 52. Uh, Isaiah Spiller available. Jamari Saylor, Carson Strong, Christian Watson, Travis Jones, George Pickens, Isaiah Likely. No, I'm not going to mention the tight ends. I'm not taking No, no. Brees Hall still available. Kyer Elam, uh, John Machi, um, Brian Asura. Elam. Elam and Jones are the two names I thought that stood out. Chad Muma. Uh, I'd be curious who the linebackers are, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll call them up individually here. Mm-hmm. Make it a and easier. more and more, as I was just kind of saying. Well, this is the area where you're looking at those guys. Because you get a Soma uh, out of Oklahoma. Yeah. Chad Muma. Yeah, yeah. Darian Beavers out of Cincinnati. Uh, Damone Clark. Leo Chanel. Quay Walker. Channing Tyndall. JoJo Doman out of uh, Nebraska. Troy Anderson out of Montana State. Um, see, there's some names there I really yeah. like. Terrell I really Bernard like out of Clark. Baylor. Yeah. I like Clark a lot. I like Walker a lot. I like Anderson a lot. Um, you know, I, I certainly think linebacker is a need for the Steelers, and I would probably cut Schobert for what you can save with him. But I think I'm looking on day two for my linebacker, you know, upgrade. Yeah. I just want to take another look here at the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned, Christian Watson, George Pickens, John Machi, Calvin Austin, Sky Moore. Uh, Sky Wandel, Moore is really growing on me. Yeah, Wondell Robinson. Uh, He's interesting too. Yeah. Kyle Phillips out of UCLA is interesting. Yeah. Um, some different Ooh. different body types there. It depends on what you're looking for. Like Watson's a six four, uh, you know, two hundred and five, two hundred ten pound, long striding, get down the field kind of guy. Um, 
you know, Pickens is more of a do it all kind of everything guy, but he's coming off of an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, may change some quick slots in there yeah. too. And you know, now Austin, you get Austin, Sky Moore, Wandell Robinson, and Kyle Phillips are all that slot type guy. Jalen Tolbert's still there as well. Um, there's the really interesting uh Khalil Shakir I don't know how much you've seen watched of him no I like him too he was good senior bowl too yeah yeah so I mean there's there's some value there really is I mean this is hard these are always hard to do in February of course but I feel like more and more if day two can be a receiver and a linebacker you're maximizing what's available right so I mean what about his defensive tackle though travis jones is still available. Can i say jones i thought it was the best name on the board though yeah i mean he might be the best player right of that group and would certainly be a very helpful addition yeah Fidarian I mean, mathis is also still available uh, i mean i think i'm not speaking for you but i think right now that guy's drying up quicker than the other oh two. yeah 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 uh, 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 there will be a linebacker or receiver in round three that we like Yes. I think if I told you a genie came out of the bottle and says, I'll give you Jones from UConn for the Steelers second round pick, we'd both say yes. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So that might answer that's the, the pick. Question. I think yeah. we've taken him quite a bit. That seems to be worth right in his area where he goes. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's a 50 50 shot. He's still there. And we're scrolling going down here. Our next pick is at 84. Muma just went. So the, I don't think that the, mm, I don't okay. think the linebackers got necessarily picked over there. So the linebackers still left are Chanel, Quay Walker, Channing Tindall, Jojo Doman, Troy Anderson. So it has been picked over a little bit. Chanel's the guy I mentioned from Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, I, he's he kind is, of freakish. he's listed at six two two sixty. Yeah. And he is a downhill thumper, but is supposed to test really, really well. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know that he's great in coverage, but he is a throwback. I really like Anderson as well, but he's a little more of a project. You know, I mean, but boy, he's athletic and can do a lot of things for you. And I think uh, Quay Walker at, at Georgia is another one that is really, really enticing. I mean, he's another big dude he's listed at 6'4 240 i don't know right. if he'll be quite 6'4 but i mean he's a big sucker yeah he's he's kind of on tremaine edmonds like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And i the think the works like that too. yeah the length and the size the receiver's still available sky moore mm. wandell robinson kyle phillips jalen tolbert and and then you got khalil shakir those are the top five guys wow. still available there I want a linebacker and a receiver. The problem is we don't have another pick then until our compensatory at the end of the fourth round. Right. And that's quite a ways down the. It's tough. That's that's 137. So we're going to go 50 picks essentially without a selection here. Yeah. And I like 10 names that are available at these two positions. Which, which position do you think they should value more at the moment? (sighs) They have linebackers. Mm Mm-hmm. They got guys that can line up and play with right now. And they used a fourth round pick last year uh, on Buddy Johnson. Yeah, I don't know what to think of them big picture, you know? Yeah. They don't have receivers. They don't. There's none on the roster. Yeah. Yeah. Sky Moore? I think you take Sky Moore there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's a really good prospect. Yeah. And for people that don't know, he. Uh, What's a Shady Side Academy? I think. He is a Shady Side Academy guy. Uh, which would also happen to be where Mike Tomlin 
children went. Ah, so. okay. <laughs> Might have a little insight on that. A little bit of a connection there, yeah. And so we're good thing we did that because all the receivers then went quickly after that. Those other guys that I just mentioned are all now all gone. Okay. And our pick is coming up here at 137. And let's see what linebackers are available. Well, now it's picked over a little bit. Max, Jackson. that makes sense. Jack Sanborn is the top guy available. Uh, DeMarco Jackson out of Appalachian State. Um, yeah. Not Joshua, names I know real well. Yeah. Joshua Ross out of Michigan. Um, I kind of like him a little bit. Um, he's kind of – he kind of took over for Devin Bush after Bush mm, left. Okay, I know you're talking about that. He, yeah, yeah. He's, he was their Mike. Uh, he's a little bit – he's bigger than Bush, though. He's 6'2", 232. Yeah, so I think he's different style, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's fine. I mean, that kind of seems like a Buddy Johnson pick. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to – You know what I mean? I don't know if we want to pigeonhole ourselves into making – Yeah, I don't know if we have to do that. Let's I see mean, what else is available. And we turn our nose up at a good offensive lineman of any sort ever. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the offensive Donovan West out of Arizona state available. Uh, I, I, can't, uh, I can't pronounce this one. A uh, Caleb Evans out of Missouri, a cornerback. Um, I mean, a corner could be in the mix at this stage of the draft too. Yeah. Uh, Dane Belton, the safety out of Iowa. He's got a good safety name, Belton. Yeah, Belton, Belton. Oh, Matt Willetsko out of North Dakota, the offensive oh, tackle. Yeah, we kind of like see the top o lineman on the board. Uh, him and Braxton Jones uh, out of Southern Utah. Um, hmm. Max Mitchell out of Louisiana still available. Jones and Mitchell are nice values in this yeah. stage of the game to me. Yeah. Um, Cole Strange out of Chattanooga on the interior. Hmm. I might do that. Um, I think he's more like a round two guy. Yeah, it could be. Um, I, I think you value value tackle though over yes an interior guy. At least I would yeah. at this point. Oh, I do too. I mean, to be very honest, uh, I mean, I I really laid into this on a Steeler live video I did with with Wolf and Pursuta, and a lot of it I stole from our conversations and your thoughts. I would spend money on a guard and I'd bring back Chooks and I would draft a tackle. Yeah. You know, that's the short end of it, but I don't know that you have to draft interior. If you spend money on Connor Williams, or you can find like those. those guys are, you can find, I mean, mm -hmm. for Trey Turner was available right before training camp last year. There'll be some grizzly old center guard. Yeah. If, if, if you're really up there, against right. it and you need a guy that you can, you can go that route. Now you'd like to do better than Trey Turner, obviously. Um, right. But, he wasn't the problem last year. You yeah. Know? You mean just a real you can't find those versions of tackles though. Yeah, you know, no, they're not they're just not available. Mm -hmm. Um, so you like which one do you like uh the three? Well, let's go Jones Mitchell. Mitchell, I guess. Okay. A little bit of a project, but that's okay. Max Mitchell is the pick. Then we'll have two Louisiana offensive linemen. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Now we gotta wait a while. Uh, yeah, right, we got to right. go all the way to the sixth round. That's why, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if, if, for example, the Steelers traded down a little bit in the second round. To be nice to fill this gap. To pick up an extra pick here somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't even know the trading down round one is crazy talk. They'll probably have somebody there, though, that they like in the first round. I'm sure. And I think there's a better chance they trade up and fall in love with the quarterback than trade down. But I don't see know. that happen. I, I don't know that that happens. I, I, yeah, I, could yeah. be I, I wouldn't bet on it. 
I will say this is going to be an easier year to trade up into the top 10 than most years. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of teams but, going to be looking to trade down. Yeah. Um, get out of there. Yeah. We are back up now with pick 222. This is the pick that they got from the Chiefs. Um, and so you got uh, Marquise Bell, the safety. He's an interesting guy. I don't know if you know much about him. Where's uh, he from? He started out at Maryland, uh, but got suspended uh, prior to the 2017 season opener uh, as a freshman. Okay. Um, so then he went to Florida A&M and really kind of was a, was a you know, basically a three-year starter at Florida A&M and is now, uh, but he's a strong safety type. He's, six he's a two, taller type guy. 6'2", yeah. uh, you know, he's kind of a thumper. Um, I did, mean, you have to it. keep special teams yeah. in mind in this neighborhood, the draft, and he sure sounds like a special teamer to me too. He also had five uh, interceptions in 2019. So, mm -hmm. I mean, he got some, got some hands there. Um, I have no problem with that pick. I mean, I, I think a safety in this neighborhood makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Probably active on game day. You know, uh, we don't know if Edmonds is back or not whenever we're on the board here or what, what's going on, but they would have something at that position. It wouldn't be a total, total gaping hole at this point. I would think that uh, Tomlin and uh, Canada would know a little bit about the situation that went on at, at Maryland that ended up getting him suspended. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it was supposedly a, a student conduct thing. Um, so, you know, was that cheating on a test? Was that, you know, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I mean, but they'll have a pretty good idea, and he's kept his nose clean at, at uh, Florida A&M. So. I mean, it wasn't violence against a woman or something like that. No, nothing like that. Right, right, right. there, there, no, there were no police charges. Let's put it that okay. way. I, okay. I, actually, I actually researched that one a little bit um, because I, hmm. saw that, I saw that show up on his thing. I'm like, okay, was he arrested? Did something happen? There was no arrest involved. So, um, I'm intrigued. The other guys with him. Yeah. Yeah. The other safety available, Leon O'Neill Jr. out of Texas A&M. Do you know much about him? Uh, very little. Another in the, another in the box safety guy. Yeah. yeah. I say he's more of a strong. I know that much about him, but um, I actually have Lancer line safety ranks up and those two are neck and neck is like the last guys he ranked as you know, the, the almost exact same grades. I just pulled them both up. Yeah. Let's take, yeah. Uh, let's take Bell. I think they'll have a little yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah background information on him i like the length and the height too yeah yeah i mean that's a you know that's one of the things that was underrated about edmonds has been his ability to match up on tight ends huge because Absolutely. of his height and, and athleticism back to that linebacker conversation that's why i like some of those six three six four linebackers too yeah right plus a different shape than bush too right yeah um okay we're back up here do we do we feel like we have to take a linebacker here or are we at this point i mean it, it, it's so late. No, I'm not just getting one to add to the roster. I want somebody that's going to be a, a potential day one starter. And I think you can get that on the second day in this phase of the draft. I'm um, just taking depth guys. Yeah. To me, that doesn't, yeah. it's not that big a deal. All right. So we got uh, the top guys available. Ellis Brooks out of Penn state. Um, he's more of a thumper type. Uh, was mm -hmm. a one year starter at Penn state at linebacker. Uh, you got uh, Vernon McKinley. We already took a safety, so we're probably not going to do that. Yeah, Chance, yeah. Chance Campbell out of Ole Miss, linebacker. Uh, Daryl Baker, a cornerback at the Georgia Southern. Um, Brock Hoffman. I don't know much about Baker, but a, a small school developmental corner with traits would be really interesting here. You know, a guy that might be destined for the practice squad, but if he has traits, and I'm just guessing that because he's a small school guy, you know, 
yeah. that would have some interest to in me. Um, best offensive lineman available. I never think's a bad idea at the end of the draft either. You know, yeah, they rarely hit, but when they do, it's a nice work. You know, it's, it goes a long way. Yeah, I, I hear you there. Um, just looking here, there's not much available. Um, Nick Ford out of Utah, uh, guard. Uh, mm-hmm. He got uh, Ben Brown out of Ole Miss, uh, Stuart Reese out of Florida. Um, no. I think you and I would prefer that they go the veteran route here, but it's a bad running back class, but it's a deep one. You know, like yeah, it wouldn't right. blow me away if in the sixth or seventh round, there's a 205 pound guy. That somebody that should yeah, somebody that right. shouldn't be available. Right. They have some juice, you know, that isn't an every down back at all, but is, you know, a spark plug. Yeah. I just, I just did a mock draft today on the DK Pittsburgh sports and the kid out of Georgia was still available in the seventh round. Like, yeah, right. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way he should have happened, but yeah. Right. But he was, so I took him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of names in this mid round running backs that, I mean, how many teams are going to draft a running back? 15 or something? So if you get the, the 13th one on the board, it could be a nice compliment. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking here. at let, Let's take a look at some of these developmental corners. Because this is where you get those guys from, the small school guys. That's what I'm saying, the small yeah. school corner that runs well and has long arms and is a work in progress. You know, uh, so you every got, draft has those guys. You got Daryl Baker Jr. out of Georgia Southern. You got Dejon Warren out of Jackson State. That's interesting to me because who's the coach at Jackson State? Right. He's a former NFL Hall of Fame cornerback. <laughs> right, exactly. You'd think, you would think Dejon Warren got some pretty good coaching on how to play cornerback. Yeah. Um, you got uh, Allie Green out of Missouri. You got Zion McCullum out of Sam Houston State. Uh, Demarcus Fields out of Texas Tech, Tyreek Castro Fields out of Penn State. I assume Tariq Castro Fields will test very well to combine. Because it's amazing the, how well they test there. The Penn State guys always do. Um, I've heard good things about him too. Like I'm kind of about all the names you mentioned. That one, you know, made my eyebrow go up. Go, wow, yeah. he's still available. You know, because people talk pretty highly of him. Was it a big interception guy? If memory serves, at, at Penn State, um, mm-hmm. but I, I bet he has traits. Oh, I'm sure he will. Let's do it. Okay. Works for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that our last pick? No, we have one remaining. Okay. And much like we do in our – no, that was our last pick. Never mind. Yeah, that made more okay. sense. Okay. I, I, always, I always take uh, Connor Hayward with my last pick. but you know, ah, Nice. Just because I think that's what they're going to you – know, one way or another, Connor Hayward will be a stealer. It's good mojo, too. <laughs> So what we ended up with was Kenny Pickett at pick 20 in the first round. And I know I, every time I talk about, talk about that, uh, people on my site talk, say, well, there's just no way he'll be available at 20. Don't be so quick to, to say yeah. that's the case, people. Um, there's nothing there's be a lot of quarterback movement between now and the draft. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, if the Saints re-sign Winston and Washington trades for Garoppolo, all of a sudden, they're out of the top quarterback market. Pick, right. Yeah. You know, those top 19 picks, there's not a ton of landing spots. Or Denver, that, Denver does. So, you know, there, there's a lot right, that's right. going to happen here. Yep, exactly. So I don't know that there'll be as yeah. many needs as you think. There, there could be more. You could know, be but, more. Yeah. Right. Uh, then we took uh, Travis Jones, the interior uh, nose tackle out of uh, UConn yeah, at 52. Like, like that pick, yeah. We took at 84, Sky Moore, the wide receiver out of Western Michigan, had a just an outstanding season in this mm-hmm. past year. 
Uh, we got a developmental tackle and Max Mitchell out of Louisiana in round four, same spot where you got Kevin Dotson a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah. That worked out. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we got then Marquise Bell, the safety out of Florida A&M at pick 222. We're missing a pick there. We should have had another pick. They must not have, they haven't factored in something. Mm, okay. One of the, we're missing a pick. That's why the, the Connor Hayward thing, I, that's where I missed that up. I don't I think they, they may have missed, uh, maybe they haven't added yet the, uh, can, a lot of these websites haven't added the Kansas City draft pick yet. Yeah, you mentioned that a couple weeks ago. That yeah. They're not all caught up. Yeah, but anyway, so then we took uh, Tariq Castro Fields, uh, cornerback out of Penn State, in the with our last pick at two thirty eight. Okay, so, you know what we should start doing is before we hit start on the draft, we should say hypothetically the Steelers have done this, this, and this already. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like two, it's back in the mix, and they signed a guard but they right. haven't touched the quarterback position. Well, I kind of, I actually, you know. I actually did that uh, the other day. I did a, like a looking at the Steelers over the next two months thing on, on DK Pittsburgh sports, where I kind of laid out the diverging, what could happen. Okay. If they do this, that means that, that they, they you know, they're out of the, you know, line or mm-hmm. offensive lineman market uh, in the draft more than likely, um, you know, if they Choose do your own they, adventure book. Yeah. They right. Yeah. It's one of those kind of things. Yeah. Right. Right. And there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different paths that they can take to, and much of it depends on what they do at quarterback. Of course, of course. And that'll be hard for us, but our next mock, we should say, let's pretend they signed a guard Edmonds and Juju, you know, but they have something, but Chooks is gone or, you know, it, it, instead of just, we'd have, we'd have a better idea of needs. Yeah, absolutely. There's no, there's no doubt about that. And, and, well, within the next uh, three weeks or so, uh, maybe next month we'll have a much better idea of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Good so, stuff. Yeah, that's going to end uh, today's show. Um, so for my partner Matt Williamson, uh, I'm Dale Lolly. We appreciate you listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs>